Hello, it's Rafaela here from ThreadUp. I continue to support the creative community through this crisis with all sessions now on video and phone calls. For details, please check threadup.co.uk. You can also find details of free check-ins I offer on my Twitter at threadup underscore and on Instagram and Facebook at threadup. Please share this. Somebody out there might need it. Stay safe and let's get through it together. Welcome to Psychomedy Daily Dose, the spin-off series of short episodes of Psychomedy during this time of shutdown of the live comedy circuit due to coronavirus. I'm Nathan Cassidy, stand-up comedian and Bachelor of Science in Psychology. And three times a week now, on Tuesday, Thursday and Saturday, I'm going to be talking with a different comedian about the current situation, along with passing on some hopefully really helpful and positive strategies and coping mechanisms from the counselling professionals we partner with at threadup.co.uk. They're there to support you, and if you'd like to support this podcast, if you're enjoying what we're doing, please go to patreon.com slash Nathan Cassidy. I'm hoping that by sharing experiences and some positivity with comedians, we can all get through this together in the best possible way. Joining me today on Psychomedy is JJ Whitehead. JJ, hello. Howdy. Hey, buddy. How you doing? Uh, pretty good, man. Pretty good, considering. All things considered. Good, good. You're out in sunny LA. Yeah, I'm in Los Angeles. I'm, I'm kind of happy about that, even though I'm alone. You know, I'm on my own here in LA. I've been asked, a lot of people have asked me, like, why I didn't. Of course, I'm from Nova Scotia in eastern Canada. Right. And they asked me why I didn't go home. And I'm like, you know, it's three plane journeys. And then, and then it's a two-week. Uh, you'd have to, you know, whatever, quarantine for two weeks <laughs> at my parents' house. I'm like, I'm going to stay in LA with all my stuff. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and be lonely. I'll stay amongst the Americans. <laughs> so I've got sirens outside my window every night. I just live off Hollywood Boulevard. Oh, nice. nice. Sirens every night. The sirens went away for one week. Like, like uh, and I thought, oh, the Americans are doing it. The Americans are listening to scientists. They're behaving. They're going to flatten the curve. Uh, the sirens have gone away and then the sirens have come back last three days they've been going outside my window all day I was like yep you can't rely on them too long to believe all scientists <laughs> what stage are you at then in uh, in LA I haven't seen the the figures recently are you on the are you on the flattened curve yet uh, I don't think we are I don't I don't I don't think the curve I don't think the uh, hospitalizations are going down and but I think behavior uh, of a lot of people is is happening as if as if it is so yeah i don't know i think this is going to be a big week we'll see if, if it starts to climb again they opened up some beaches and uh you know it's what we were supposed to do i think the scientists were recommending you open things up after two weeks of decline and right. we have not had one day of decline yet <laughs> yeah. so or i think we did have one day i think it maybe dipped on friday and then shot back up saturday and sunday or something yeah and then uh yeah, so we're in a similar situation. We're in a similar situation in the UK. It's like you get to a point, and you just think they just think, ah, fuck it, let's fuck it. That's, it's been enough now. Let's 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 give it a shot. You know. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, I guess having I lived in the UK for fifteen years, so I know that the British, the British, the, the, see the thing about the British is they hate authority but they'll listen to it you know they'll take it on board but there's still a level of like fuck you for telling me <laughs> this but i will do this on my own because it sounds like it makes sense to do that's kind of the british way 
Yeah. And the American way, this is a new monster, Americans, because Americans just uh, don't like being told anything and they'll just rebel. They'll rebel against logic if the logic didn't come from them first <laughs> yeah. you know and so you're just watching this going oh my god oh my god i've, I've found a society that's that's uh that's mental you know <laughs> and even people who are on the good side in america are often mental because i took my bike out the other day i took my bike out what well, was uh monday i think it was monday that i saw this i went down the sunset strip and there's a couple of dirty uh outdoor bars that have opened you know they've opened their patio and stuff. Right. The waitress, Pink's Taco actually was the name of this place. So free advertising for Pink's Taco. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're risking it all to stay yeah. open. But, uh, so they were open, the patio was there. And uh, you know, there's a couple, there's like some people eating nachos on the patio, the waitress is there. Everybody's wearing masks. So the nacho people are, you know, doing what they can. I still think it's ridic a ridiculous scene, but then along comes this guy in his mask starts yelling at them for flaunting the recommendations and yeah. I'm, I'm on my bike and now i'm thinking okay now everybody's an idiot <laughs> even though you're correct don't be don't berate the poor waitress and the, yeah. and the people so the people who have come out for food they've decided to flaunt recommendations the waitress needs to make some money she's got to yeah. stop, stop yelling and screaming at people because they're not obeying by your perfect you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, the way you think you should probably, yeah. you know, yes, we should all stay at home, but everybody's in a different situation. This guy was just going off. Yeah. And I was there on my bike thinking, I initially, as I was biking towards the, the, the restaurant, the bar, whatever you can call Pink's Taco, the, shack, <laughs> the, the taco shack on the side of the road, I was biking towards it thinking, well, these people, the waitress and stuff, oh, they're not doing the right thing. But then the guy screaming was doing the <laughs> even more wrong thing. So <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah. I think I'm on the, I think I'm on the bad guy side all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. I think that sums up what's going on in this country. I think people are, people, people are that guy shouting. I think everyone's shouting right. at each other for doing anything that's seemingly the wrong thing. I think I get a feeling that people have become institutionalized after two or three months. We've now been told we can do certain things. People aren't ready to do it, but also they're just scared, scared of now doing something different than they've been doing for. For three right. months, you know yeah you knock people off their track mm. and they start behaving irrationally yeah. and uh yeah i mean it's ha it's happening everywhere but i don't know i don't, I don't know what to like i know stand-up comedians I'm, i worry about the stand-up comedians that are here in la because so many of them are from everywhere else in the world they're all from different you know like i moved here from britain i was a british comic and yeah and when comics move here, you know, we, we, we get our, we spend thousands of dollars to get our visas and to get permission to work. Cause I'm Canadian originally. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'm, I didn't have any right to work here. So I've had to pay for that. And so have a lot of artists basically dotted around um, Hollywood and Los Angeles right now. So I do worry about them a little bit because they've taken huge risks with their career and now they have no income, yeah. you know, and they're stuck in and when you when you're on a working visa if you're an artist if you're an alien of extraordinary ability that's the what the uh, that's what the o1 visa is called yeah right that's an old eric lampere album i think as well is it well that's yeah, yeah well eric eric's here yeah he? i was, I was talking to him i was talking to him on this podcast like about two months ago he was yeah he's having a wild time as always as always yeah that that boy's so he's on a visa and stuff yeah so all these people i mean it's risky to be to come over here and have to make those sacrifices and then not have 
yeah you know your main your your avenue that you've come here to pursue uh, yeah. be open to you so i worry about those people a little bit um but outside of that i mean i don't know what else to do i i'm i i feel that the british and canadians and anybody in commonwealth people with socialized medicine i feel are luckier yeah. than americans i feel yeah. that the americans have to act irrationally because they just don't get it they don't get how the world can be and a lot of them their health care is attached to their jobs that left and so now they got absolutely nothing and maybe if they had a health care safety net they would be more comfortable going you know thinking i don't have to go out and risk my family's yeah. health in order to make some money so yeah it's a it's a shit show to, <laughs> yeah. to be there you know yeah i mean so, so yeah so many people are, are screwed financially and um what was happening before this with with you? You were on you were on tour, weren't you? With Jim, you were, did you do Vegas with Jim and um, Jim Jeffries? Yeah, we were just we had just started our tour, so we had just done. Yeah, what did we do? We did New Orleans. So we were in New Orleans, which I'm sure you heard was the hotbed. Right. Yeah. We were in New Orleans. Yeah. So we were in New Orleans uh, right after Mardi Gras, right after that big, because that's been one of their trace. They've traced back to the Mardi Gras. Yeah. Uh, that's what it's called, New Orleans, right? Yeah. The, and uh, so we did New Orleans. We were in Tampa Bay, and then we did uh, Las Vegas. Yeah. And uh, and then um, and then about a week later, the yeah. the virus really started to hit, and so we had to cancel the rest of the tour. That's a good and way to go out. If we never work again, JJ, we, you, 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 Vegas. You were you were at the Terry Fair yeah. Theater, weren't you? That's a big way. That's a good last gig or whatever, you know. Yeah, our final show was in <laughs> Vegas. So. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, it was a fun weekend, actually. But it was a. But also, Jim was sick that weekend, and we think it, we think it was the corona. So, oh shit! Yeah, we both we were actually both feeling under the weather um, right. during that during that tour during so, as we left New Orleans. So I mean, but who knows? Be, yeah. we can't get a test or anything. We've just been, uh, you know, and I've been self quarantined. Yeah. So you might knows? be immune. You might be immune. Yeah. I might be one of those ones that could be out on the street rescuing people. Yeah, selling tacos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can go, yeah, go and relieve that waitress. Um, you should be doing that shit. Um, Maybe. So, yeah, have you been during lockdown? What's it been, like two, 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 three months? I've talked to quite a few people, and they've been, as I say, some people have been quite happy. Some people have used it as a chance to reset <laughs> someone like you like busy all the time it's, i mean i was busy all the time i still am to a certain extent but have you reset or done anything new you know well it, no i haven't learned any new skills no okay. no but but I, how about within I, your own mind you know like uh, I, uh, no but i did i have to say like okay so i have trouble stringing together more than five days i think five days is my record <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a five day guy proudly like because you know in the worst times of my life i was a two-day guy you know <laughs> Two days well behaved and then off the wagon, <laughs> off the wagon for five or six. Um, yeah. So I'm happy to say I got it up to around five now. <laughs> we're actually for the, at the start of this quarantine, you know, you because it's you got to give yourself a schedule, right? And try to stick to a schedule, which is hard for us comedians because we justify every we. The thing about comedians is that we call everything work. You know, we're like everything's an opportunity to make a joke or to build a joke. <laughs> Or to get an experience for a joke. So, so I don't know if you do that, but in my head, I'm yeah, like, yeah. I, I, everything is justified. Yeah. Farting around, just doing whatever. Well, maybe a joke will come to mind. <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then it'll all be worth it. So we're always doing that. But, 
But in this situation where you're in a lockdown, you need to stick to a schedule or you will just sit on the couch all day, uh, you know, justifying everything going, well, maybe I'm, maybe I'm writing quarantine material <laughs> in my mind. Yeah. You know, it doesn't work. So I did do that for the first month. I was reading more. I did a lot of reading. Yeah. And I finished a script that I wanted to write, like a, a feature length script. So yeah. I was like, I was achieving some things. So I had a good April. And then uh, something happened. At the start of, <laughs> something happened at the start of May, and it was—it's been an uphill. I have to say, uh, May 11th, so like three days ago, I finally—I like looked at my, I, just, I basically went on a bender in my own apartment. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like you have to be more creative with the <laughs> with the benders, though, don't you? In your own your own apartment, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, you, you get smashed quicker too. <laughs> so. I don't, it must be because you're not walking between bars or, or whatever, or you're not socializing. Maybe you're not expending energy, like talking to people and socializing. So when you are, when, if you are drinking, you know, <laughs> as you imbibe, you're imbibing without any kind of output. You're not burning any calories. So you just <laughs> get faced. And, yeah. and, then, and then you're in your own little crazy box. Which is my, <laughs> yeah. My studio, my studio apartment just off of Hollywood. So I do. So I do have to admit, uh, awesome April, achieved lots of things. Mm. Terrible May so far. I've had, yeah. I've strung together a good three days, but uh, <laughs> but it was. But I did. I fell off the wagon pretty bad. All of a sudden, you're like waking up at twelve, and you don't care what's going on. Like, yeah. Right, you gotta get it back. You gotta get it back. Yeah. Easily done. Easily done. And yeah, I, I guess in some ways it's maybe easier to fall off the wagon in isolation but in some ways you do have to be more creative you know like if you're into i don't know well maybe not if you're into strip clubs you know you have to i don't know you have to go on you have to go on onlyfans.com you know or whatever i don't know yeah well doesn't that don't you, you gotta switch it up you know strip clubs are very closely related to comedy clubs you know we might hate to, <laughs> it's, the same, no, it's comic, the same thing it's exactly some the comics same would thing. love to admit that some would hate it but the fact is i think that we're the two clubs that are in danger strip clubs and comedy clubs because yeah. let's face it Strip clubs and comedy clubs were the dirtiest places even before <laughs> the virus. <laughs> it doesn't get much. I mean, how many comedy clubs have you been in where the carpet is still the same carpet from the seventies? You know, you've got you know you've got a bit of a shyster uh, guy running it who just I just need to make some money now. I'll replace the carpet some other day. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, and because that's the general gist. I mean, I'm I'm not surprised that half half a comedy audiences around the world don't get a little bit sick every time they're in these venues anyway. I mean, yeah. I've loved it. I love comedy clubs for their dark, yeah. dirty, grittiness. And, uh, you know, and the strip clubs are right there too. So, they're both, so we're, we're all struggling together, man. Somebody <laughs> should start putting on Zoom stripper comedian shows. <laughs> yeah. throw, throw, we're all going to need to be rescued. I wonder who will be back first, us or the strippers. It'll probably be on the same day, won't it? Um, I, yeah, it'll be, yeah, it'll be weird. I think... Strippers I think it'll be us. I'll be us a few days before the strippers because the strippers have to socially distance the strippers. That's rubbish. Yes, yeah, strippers have contact. So, we'll, you know, we'll, they just need to put a spit shield in front of us. Uh, but I don't know what they're going to do. About, what is, what's a stripper going to do? Wear a body condom or something? <laughs> that, would turn, that would turn me on. <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, yeah, we're all, we're all in trouble. Somebody told me the other day that the strippers are all online already. And they, yeah. And they, oh, yeah. And they, and they might be comfortably making more money. Yeah, totally. 
So they might just decide to stay online. I don't yeah. think that's I don't think that's a formula that works for comedians. I don't think we can stay online. We need a live audience. If not, we're just YouTubers or whatever, which which yeah. is a skill. Yeah. It is a skill, I think, but it's a different skill. Yeah. And it and yeah. it is a skill that a lot of club comedians don't have. I personally don't have yeah. the the YouTube magic kind of skill. Um, so, so it'll be interesting. Maybe this means we'll, when the strip clubs do open, they won't be able to get the good ones back because <laughs> they'll all be working at a home. So they'll have to get, they'll get some B and C level strippers. <laughs> It'll be the big opportunity for some of those dealers out there that have never got the big break, but now the top 20 won't be working in the clubs anymore. So be, they're going to be calling up your number there, Candace from Ohio. It's your big shot. People are making a fortune from sites like only onlyfans.com. People are making that's a it. fortune. That's yeah, it. absolutely. Right. They won't be going they won't be going back to the clubs. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna it's a strange evolution. Yeah. Are you sure. are you in any way worried about I mean you've got obviously other stuff going on with your career, but are you, you know, are you if this like if this hits next year, for example, if one more hits next year, this yeah. could be the death knell of live comedy for uh, not to catastrophize because it's bad enough in, in itself you know probably we won't be back at work on the live scene to what december january who knows just in time for the yeah Christmas that, well gigs, that's the know? scary thing yeah no gigs yeah. until 2021 20, yeah and then we're saying and, who knows uh, if one more hits next year it's just like yeah time to get a new job and i don't know yeah well it's yeah it's scary on all kinds of levels because the great thing about some of the best comedy clubs like especially some of the ones in britain you know, like the Glee Club and the Stand Comedy Clubs. Mm. Those are great comedy clubs because their brand is great and people rely on them. They, they, they go, like, I will say that when you go to the Glee Club or the Stand Comedy Club, you almost don't care who the comedians are because you just trust yeah. in the brand that they're going to put on a great comedy show and the comedians are going to be great. Yeah. That's going to be hard to do. Uh, it's going to be hard to reboot that attitude. I think it's hard anyway in America because yeah. Americans like to watch famous people more than... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. More than trusting the comedy brand, but uh, yeah. So if that goes away, then you get that thing of like promoters going, "Well, who should I hire? I guess I'll hire a YouTube influencer before I'll hire a comedian, because yeah, yeah. because yeah. I'm going to tell myself that the YouTube influencer who has five hundred thousand followers on their YouTube channel, they'll bring people into my club to drink beer. So yeah. I mean, it's yeah, it's a it's a scary thought of what's going to happen with the evolution of comedy but hopefully everything will just be okay and it'll all go away and uh, <laughs> yeah. we'll be back to laughing yeah we'll be back to drinking bleach and we'll be fine <laughs> I, it's, yeah. gone a, it's gone a bit quiet in the uk last go since the, he, he peaked with the drinking bleach thing in the uk that got him the press that i'm sure he wanted he can't he can't top that now, that's the thing. So he's got he's he's gone a bit quiet the last couple of weeks as he uh Yes, I've never seen such it's just a, it, Americans don't like admitting that they're wrong ever and uh, Trump is the epitome of it. <laughs> like if he had just an ounce of humility, he could just go, Oh, sorry, I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he yeah. will never <laughs> Yeah. He'll never do it. Well, nor, so. will any, nor will any politician, which is, it, it seems, yeah, it seems very strange to me that the drinking bleach thing could have been very easy. Like, oh, yeah, sorry about that. It came out wrong. Sorry. Yeah. And everyone would be like, oh, yeah, fine. Yeah, of course you're apologizing. You said drink bleach, or maybe we should inject bleach. Sorry. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. cool. Let's move on. But yeah, don't ba never back down. I said drink bleach. I'll stand by it. Yeah. Well, the other thing is the, uh, he, the reporter asked him if he'll take any responsibility 
<laughs> uh, she said, will you take any responsibility for what's happening um, during this epidemic? And he said, no, I don't take any responsibility. That, that is all with the states, with the independent states. And then he's on uh, Twitter and whatever, all these other social media, uh, because the states are doing well. And he said, they're all doing well because of me. So he immediately wants, wants responsibility if it's good, <laughs> but just not when it's going bad. So it's a, he's a remarkable leader. I'm glad, I, I'm glad I moved here for after 15 years in Britain, I've moved here for, you know, just in time for this, for I moved here for, uh, yeah. My my white male my, my 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 white male self has moved here just in time for the environment of the last four years. It's been fantastic. <laughs> now you've got to give him credit. Sometimes he goes so far the other way that it's just like when he when he walked off when those reporters were questioning that one report was questioning the other day and he just went ah fuck it and just said you've had you said something like you've had your chance you've had your yeah. chance and she was just no I haven't asked my question yet no no you've had your chance you were two second delay love see you later. See you later. Uh, yeah. We need more of that in the UK. <laughs> gets a bit gets a bit stale in the UK with everyone being polite, you know. It's buffoonery. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So in terms of creative output, you've um, you're putting out a new album. Are you nuts? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Maybe maybe that is why I fell off the wagon a bit for this month of May, <laughs> for the start of the month of May. Because uh, yeah, we put together this new album. Um, yeah, like I said, so I actually did manage to do a lot of things. Um, it yeah. was, I traveled, uh, I was recording all my shows for the last couple of years. Um, I played Edinburgh, did the Edinburgh Festival last year, yeah. and you know, did shows in Dublin and, uh, and Sweden and, uh, and uh, Holland. Took the recorder around with me. Uh, my actual intentions were that I was recording all those gigs so that I could work on my Edinburgh show. You know, that was the idea. Mm. And then I was going to record the Edinburgh show, but when it came to Edinburgh, um, I actually had a I had a game show next door of my Edinburgh show, um, and it was so I had this booming game show host <laughs> coming through my, which is such it's so the Edinburgh experience. Isn't was it? that the was that the Gilded was it? Yeah, I was at the Gilded Balloon. Uh, I, was at the, I was at the Gilded Balloon for the final time in my career. Uh, <laughs> what, was was, the, what was the game show? That must have been. It was, you know what, I'm having trouble remembering it now, but it was like, it was like a historic, historical farce, <laughs> farcical thing. It was like, you know, but he was spinning a wheel. <laughs> there was a guy next door like spinning a wheel and he was like number 24 <laughs> shakespeare's ghost uh, uh, uh. Ah, i know who it is i know who it is yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. nice nice yeah yeah yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah that that noise bleed will get you i know well that's well that actually became my show in a way <laughs> you were just playing the game show because i knew yeah so i had my audience there and then i knew that because you know that's the way it is as a comedian if you know that you got a punchline if you got a punchline, a hot punchline coming in one minute, and then you hear this guy spinning a wheel <laughs> on the other side of the wall, and you're like, oh, this is gonna, this takes him 40 seconds. This is not good. I better waffle for 40 seconds and then do, do the rest of the minute of my jokes. So, so I ended up playing along with him a lot of times. So when he was spinning, so he goes, spin the wheel. And then I would get my audience to chant like 10, 10, 10, or whatever. Whatever number they wanted, and I assumed that he was having fun with us on the other side of the wall. 
But that's all we would just go. And then when he would go, it's number 18. And we'd all go, boo. So, so it turned into this uh, pantomime. He probably didn't realize. He probably thought that was your show. And he was just like, how annoying, this comedian. <laughs> He's like, oh, no, no wonder they paired us up together. No wonder they put us next door to each other at, at whatever it was, 1030 at night. Um, so with that happened, I returned with all this audio. Uh, and then I was like, oh, I thought this was going to be my new album. And and it turns out it's a lot of it's a lot of pantomime. It's a lot of <laughs> it's it's a lot of me making an audience laugh, but not making them laugh at anything that I spent time writing and developing. <laughs> and so we were devising this idea, and I didn't even think back. Uh, all of a sudden, I said to my producer, "What about all the? What if we take all the recordings that I had in the lead up to Edinburgh?" And we just take, you know, we'll take a set from Rotterdam. We'll take a set from Dublin. We'll take a set from Boston. We'll take a set from Calgary, take a set from London, and we'll piece it all together into an album. So to be honest, it was a little bit of an idea that we were having um, come January. And then all of a sudden the virus hits. And then we're like, oh, because I was going to go to tour Asia and we were going to record the album again in Asia. And, and then I'm like, no, it looks like we're going to do this. We're doing this travel album and I think it's turned out really well so that's exactly what right. we're doing we got a little bit of a world tour of comedy so it's all the set pieces from my Edinburgh show but all recorded at all the different venues great, um, man. great. and I think it and I think it fits this uh it fits this lockdown theme yeah so it's called it's no. called live, live before lockdown right it's called live before lockdown for yeah. you know and you can misread it if you want say live before lockdown just for any of you who are regretting <laughs> <laughs> any of your choice, any of your life choices before uh, before we got quarantined all yeah. together. Yeah, and so that's the deal. And it's, it goes Wait. on sale on the twentieth. Pre-sale on the twentieth. It'll only be five bucks, and right. I'm giving the money to charity for all the all the pre-sale money. So if you like my comedy and you want to buy an album, it's, uh, it's all going to charity. All the pre-sales. Wow. Because you know you got to do. So I got to do something. I'm going into like, I don't know if you heard about my province, Nova Scotia. We've been having a rough go of it uh back home as well as we not only have a virus but we also just had a uh we had the biggest shooting in uh canadian history uh which happened last month which is very a very un-nova scotian thing so uh, yes that's happened and i've been over down here on the other side of the world so i just thought any way i can help my fellow nova scotians so I, so it'll be going to charity back back home and uh, and you know and i think it's a fun album anyway so oh beautiful man Beautiful, nice, very nice. Yeah. Very, very nice. Gonna do what I can while I'm while I'm hiding out here in the heat. Yeah. So when this is over, are you gonna get back on the road with Jimmy doing any more TV stuff with him when this is um Um we don't have we don't have anything in the pipeline together right now, but you know, who knows? I think everything is just on hold. And I mean Yeah. It's that age old thing of like there's so many, there's, there's artists right now who had a great deal of momentum going into this. Like, I bet even Jim's feeling it because I know that he was feeling the momentum, you know, he's yeah. had a good couple of years here in America. And, and you, you know, and you as well, man, you as well. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I've been having a, a great time. I mean, writing, I was writing on his show and so that was, well, that was great fun. And uh, you just don't know, like, I think somebody, one of our, our, uh, our showrunner actually told me last week that, that, all of the Comedy Central people that were working on our show got laid off. Mm. Um, so it's just, 
the whole makeup of everything is changing while we're all locked away. So there are going to be artists that, that thought that they were, had momentum and it'll be gone. There's going to be artists who didn't have any momentum and, you know, and they'll wake up to a new day. So yeah, who knows what is ahead for all of us? We just have to buckle down and not scream at other people in the streets. <laughs> yeah. not, uh, we got to do our best to not scream at people outside Pink Taco. <laughs> Yeah, and take our clothes off online. I think that's the that's the that's the future. Yeah, yeah. Well, I got it. What did you say the name of the website is for fans only? Only onlyfans dot com. <laughs> yeah, Lucky I think Ken, there was new, there was news here today that Kerry Katona, which is the the, the staple of any UK comics um, um, jokes, about ten years ago, Kerry Katona's gone on uh, uh, onlyfans dot com. I don't know what she's doing, but presumably she's stripping i'm not sure i'm not sure but yeah that'll be, that'll be me next week. the singer carrie katona carrie katona and, yeah 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 she, yeah she was quite good wasn't she is is this just the same as uh there's too many of these websites then is it <laughs> yeah. like is it like patreon then is yeah it, yeah but this is what people will be saying about you jj they'll be saying he was quite good he was Doing the, doing the jim jeffrey show and now he's on onlyfans.com showing us one one testy <laughs> What happened to him? <laughs> what happened to him? Lockdown happened, yeah. man. Lockdown happened. It's happening to yeah. us all. Well, beautiful to catch up with you, man. And uh, as I say, beautiful thing that you're doing there with that album. That's uh, that's great. Thank you so much for joining me today. Well, thanks for having me, man. And I know that your listeners don't know that we're looking at each other over the screen, but it's nice to see your face, man. And, and uh, we're both clean shaven. We both look beautiful. I wish they could see our faces. Clean shaven, yeah. We've never looked younger. It's, it's a different kind of stir crazy when you, because when you, initially the Canadian mountain man in me was like, yeah, I'm going to get all wilderness while this puppy's happening. <laughs> yeah. A couple weeks ago, I was like, ah, you know what? <laughs> I need rid of this beard. There's something that looks a bit crazy, though, about clean shaven in this lockdown. It's like, what are you? Have you gone mad? You're clean shaven. Like, I know, I know. <laughs> you've truly it lost like, it. it. I have things to do. Yeah, and you're really clean shaven. You look like you, you look like you're doing that every half day. Well, let's. You know, I gotta, I gotta admit this. Uh, these, uh, these maritime, uh, this maritime uh, beard hair doesn't grow too quick. So it takes about nine days for me to get a. Okay. A five o'clock shadow. So, all right, man. Check back in with you in nine days. See how you're getting on. Uh, JJ, thanks so much, man. Beautiful. Well, thanks for having Stay me. Stay well. The brilliant JJ Whitehead there. Yes, check out the Jim Jeffrey show where you can. Uh, check out his album, Life Before Lockdown, on iTunes. And yeah, if that's not enough, as I've mentioned many times, check out nextupcomedy.com. They're amazing, their output is amazing, they're amazing people, they've got Pajama Men on there, as I mentioned the other day with Shanara Allen, who was on the podcast a few, a week or so ago, and they've got loads of amazing stuff on there, they've got um, Alex Keeley's on there, they've got, the the delightful sausage is fantastic, it's so good, go to nextupcomedy.com. So that is our show for today. Join us next time for more Psychomedy. We are doing, as you know by now, hopefully Tuesdays, Thursdays and Saturdays. Please listen back on all these shows, all the main shows. Please give us a five-star review. 
Psychomedy is produced by Mike Hansen at Pop People Productions. Check out psychomedy.co.uk. There's mental health tips there from our counselling partners at ThreadUp. I'm Nathan Cassidy. Lots of love to you all. Stay healthy, stay optimistic and tune back in for more Psychomedy next time.